squad jimmy sean and andy we're all here back together again we out here and it is probably the best day of the calendar year if if i'm speaking for all of us which i am right now it would have been thursday for you guys but (laughs) 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 (laughs)
the top fantasy players, ad drops. We're, we're very in tune to the fantasy world, so don't try and get in our league because there's no so, spots open now. But we want we run one of the best leagues around. Just just let the record show. If it's 12 years, then I've won a quarter of the championships in this league. And if it's 10 years, I've won more than a quarter of the championships in this league. So just let the record show. Anyone out there who's updating the record books, just let that show. Also let the record show that Kevin Quinn has never won. <laughs> he Re- has, Regardless though. of anything. Nope. Let the record show. Oh, you're right. He hasn't. I forgot about that. He sucks. <laughs> you know what? I've won all 12. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to start where the season started. Thursday night, Soldier Field, 100-year anniversary of the league and the Bears. And um, the offense from the Bears looked like it was from 1919. <sighs> it was pretty rough. Packers win 10 to 3 in a defensive battle for sure. Not a lot happening either side for offense. Packers had basically one drive, you know, Rodgers has the 46-yard pass whatever it is and then the ups the tempo for the touchdown. Um other than that, not much going. And uh, a lot of like I said a lot of good defense but also a lot of poor offense. So it was uh it's definitely not, I think, what the league would want for their first game of the season when the ratings were up huge on Thursdays. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. And that's all the ratings are all because of the rivalry and everything, like the the hundred year thing. But I mean as far as like the product on the field, like you can appreciate good defense, but when there's thirteen points scored in your first game of the NFL season. Remember right. what was it like? That happened five, last year also, six, I believe. Um who played Forget who started last year to start the season, no, but it was there was like thirty-one penalty. Chiefs or, Pats, wasn't it? No, that was Sunday night. Uh, was it Bears Packers again last year too? No, I'm sorry, no, that not, was Sunday night. No. Last Sunday year was right. last year was the Eagles because they had won the previous year. Oh, you're right. But I, let me look it up. Go ahead, keep chatting. Anyway. Well, regardless, I mean, what I like, I remember. This is probably like six years ago now, but remember that one opening game where, and that actually that might not have been the opener, but where Peyton Manning had like seven touchdown passes and yeah. it was just like offensive explosion. Um, I don't know. As a Bears fan, it was tough, tough to swallow because the defense played more than than good enough to win that game, um, and the offense just poor play calling. Mitch, you know, didn't play great. The offensive line played really bad. A lot of penalties. Just in a game where you lose by one possession uh, and you leave so much on the field, it's always just it, – it, it feels like the playoff game almost over again because the same thing, a tight, low-scoring game where ample opportunities to kind of go out and take control of the game and can't get it done. So And it always sucks starting off the season with a loss, division rival, plus you lose a division game at home. Never way you want to start your season. So last year started Atlanta and the Eagles. It was twenty-one to eighteen, and there were twenty-seven penalties oh. between the two teams. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. How many punts were there in this game? I know the Packers punted nine times. Yeah, I, I think had the Bears to be close eight or to nine. Twenty. I was say like yeah. had to be between close to sixteen 20. and eighteen punts in this game, dude. The Packers punter, by the way, yeah. that guy fifth round draft pick. He should be. Yeah, that guy looks like kick. he's 12 yeah. years old, but his leg is his knee is straight up in front of his face yeah. on the 
the that last that last punt I think was the most important play of the game. Dude, game winner. Did you see Pat McAfee's breakdown of it? No. <laughs> Pat McAfee's breakdowns of punters and kickers remains <laughs> one of my favorite NFL things on Twitter. It's so funny. And yeah, so he's already got a a shirt out on his website with like the silhouette of that guy with his legs straight oh up God, in the air. Awesome. It says game game winner behind it. So <laughs> Andy, you should definitely buy that shirt. That guy's so awesome. I yeah, I had been texting you guys Friday morning. And Mitch was awful. Don't get me wrong. But I think if Nagy's going to get all this credit for how great of a coach he is, how good of a family man, how he's changing the culture at Hallis Hall, then you need to hold him accountable when he has a dog shit game and he had an absolutely atrocious game. I was so just when you bring out- the family man thing into it, like when it's a bad game, you're like, you need to be a better father, Matt. What are you doing? No, I just Nag- mean how, you know, there's always these narratives about how. I don't know. They always like go outside the box to hype a guy up for telling how great of a family man he is, which is fine, cool, whatever. But he called four run plays after the Packers scored a touchdown to go up seven to three. Four. Your yeah, quarterback that's... couldn't complete a pass to save his life. You didn't call one screen pass. You didn't call any bootlegs, which is understandable because you weren't running the ball. You were averaging a little over three yards a carry, and you abandoned the run, never being down more than seven points in a football game. I don't, I don't understand it. He, I he mean, shit the his bed. His play calling Again. was like they were down by twenty points. Exactly. When he did, he did game. nothing to help his quarterback. Mitch nothing. threw what forty-five times, right? He dropped back fifty-three, ended up throwing forty-five times Good in a seven-point game. The majority of that game was a four-point game. Yeah, in a game when you're not moving the ball, you're not calling right. plays from the You didn't red do zone, one like. delayed handoff, one screen, nothing. So, yes, Mitch was atrocious, but Mitch and could have been bad to not good, and the Bears still could have won that game handily. His coach failed him. I'll say this, though. Pagano, that defense, so this is the thing. Because it's week one, we're not sure if that defense is stout or if the Bears' offense is trash or if Trubisky is whatever, but we do know for sure that Pagano had a great game plan, yeah, and they spied Trubisky on every single play. That's why he was never able to run the ball. Who are we talking about? I'm talking about Trubis- Pagano or uh, Mike I'm Patton. sorry, Petten. Yes. Okay, Petten's game plan. I was my very bad. lost. Yes. Yeah, my bad. Petten's game say, plan. Pagano had a good game plan too, but yeah, just but the offense didn't execute. Petten's game plan was perfect. They spied him on every play, and anytime Trubisky wanted to take off and run, someone was there ready to catch him, and it stifled him. And it showed that when Trubisky wants to run, he doesn't play quarterback anymore. Now he's thinking like a runner, and he needs to abandon that train of thought immediately. If he's going to take off and run, his eyes, he still needs to be throwing first. That's how the great, that's how that's I, what I could all not the best agree with you do. more. But if knowing that's happening as a coach and you're not adjusting to it, Yes, Petten's game plan was great, but that means that Nagy's was even worse. Because at one point, or at some point, the Packers thought, they're not going to run the ball, we're just going to keep going after them, and we kept not running the ball. Yeah, and and you're right. Petten's game plan was obviously better than Nagy's, but but how is Nagy supposed to know that that's Trubisky, what Trubisky's doing this year? He probably thought that he was taking a step forward in practice and all this, but when you don't play preseason and you don't play call in preseason, then you look sure. like shit week one. So I, I, don't know. I, I, I could not agree more. It confident. was yeah. it was a 
a failure all around minus the defense. Well, that that's what Complete I mentioned to you failure. guys in our in our text thread is that maybe he just had too much confidence or really wanted to see where Trubisky was, which is why he had that game plan. Um, it just it looked like he was almost testing him, and when it didn't work, he just kept on. Yes, doing he it. kept testing him, <laughs> right? which makes no sense. So yeah, I think you're going to see a very different game plan against Denver, especially because of their front four. I, yeah. I could I could not agree with you more. It's just I could not hope for anything. This more. this is back to back games where when Trey Burton is out, Nagy has crapped the bed in terms of coaching because Mitch had a really good second half against the Eagles in that playoff loss. But in back to back games now without Trey Burton, we see next to no touches for Tariq Cohen. Please explain that to me. The fastest, most dynamic guy on the field for both teams isn't getting the football. I don't understand that. He had one handoff in which he fumbled and didn't see a handoff again for the rest of the game. I do he had not a lot understand. Of catches, that. Though. He did have a lot of catches, but not yeah, nearly on that, on that last drive is when he got like a bulk of his work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think so, I'm more concerned about I mean, obviously the game plan sucks, but like you said, you can you can switch up your game plan. You can adjust moving forward. I'm more concerned about his decision making with certain things. Like, why are you not going for the 51 yard field goal? I know you're trying yeah, to protect dude. your kicker, but it's a, a he you know, it's he a tight claimed game. he claimed that each game after warmups, the special teams coach tells him what his range is for the game, and he said 51 was just out of his range. He said his range was 46. I'm thinking, okay, it's kind of the same thing. You're five yards out of your range. You're not going to give him a chance in a close game. Instead, you're going to go for it on four, it was fourth, fourth and, and ten. That's, that's, that's why he never had a chance. That's a huge season-long issue if your range is 46. No shit. Right. Here's another thing, too. The, the, when he hit the first field goal. It was good from not, 57, 57, they said. 57. Yeah. So what the hell are you talking <laughs> about? Exactly. Try the damn field goal. Or, or punt then the ball, then. Seven, no, your, no. Your defense Try, is balling. Hit the field goal. Send the kid out there, hit the field goal. Now it's a 7-6 game. Your defense is stopped. Well, now instead of the pressure of going for a touchdown, another field goal puts you up. All Jim, of a sudden it's nine. It's like, dude. Jimmy's right, though. If if, if you're not going to kick the field goal, then punt the ball and pin him deep. Because Pat, it doesn't make any Pat sense O'Donnell to go for it. Pat O'Donnell had a great game and punting, and your D was balling all day. So that literally makes no sense. Kick the field goal. Especially when you can put the pressure on like the Bears defense can. You get them right. backed up inside the five. You can get a safety. In a game like that, a safety would make a huge difference. Not that you want to depend on that, but right, right. when the offense was showing like it was, I just think I don't like the idea of them coddling the kicker because of the situation last year or Agreed. coddling Mitch as a quarterback and trying to protect him as yep. much as they do like Mitch had a shitty game. He should be held accountable for it. Maggie Nagy had a shitty game. He should be held accountable for it. And you did this whole circus of a tryout this year with the kickers. This guy right. is supposed to have a strong leg. 51 yards is not – it should be a makeable field goal in the NFL. Agreed. And it's, it's one of those ones where if you put him out there and he misses it, like, okay, at least you went for it. And it's not like he's going to kick it short. If anything, he's going to kick it left or right. You right. know, like, we want to see that he has the leg. Return. Yes, agreed. Agreed. We don't want to have to be worrying about field goals, you know, under 40 yards and under is the only thing that, that Eddie Pinheiro can kick from. And, and he has to understand so, the pressure is not as high. It's not like he's double doinking a 43-yarder or whatever for right? the it's playoffs. It's the first it's game of the season. Yeah, he, he nailed yarder. his it's first field goal. Granted, he came back and kicked the ball out of bounds of the kickoff, but whatever. He's probably feeling good. He wants to get another chance. 
And Pat, I didn't know this that that Nagy gave up play calling during the preseason to uh, I didn't know Al that either until I Dave saw it the other day. And didn't he only get a handful of times play calling in KC before coming to Chicago? So yeah, he like hasn't been calling half plays of the last season he was there. His whole life either. So it just to have all that time to prepare for that was an utter and complete failure. And that starts with the coaching in my opinion. I'm not I'm not omitting Mitch's faults as to how much they impacted the game at all. I'm just saying if you're gonna eviscerate Mitch, you gotta eviscerate his coach also. The Packers defense was also very good. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Game but here's the could thing. Not, could I could not agree with you. I more. mentioned this to you, Andy, because because of all the things we just mentioned. Like when I look at the Bears defense, I know that's a great unit because they played like that against Aaron Rodgers, who's one of the best quarterbacks Correct. in NFL yes. history. From your perspective, you have to feel encouraged by the way that the defense played. But when you see Mitch missing all these throws and, you know, very inaccurate, overthrowing guys, throwing it to where they can't get their feet in bounds on the edge. Because where those are things where Rodgers, you don't even think twice about it when he throws. You know he's going to put right. it in a spot for them to catch it. So my question, I guess, is how hesitant are you to jump all over being like the Packers are a great defense knowing that Mitch might suck? <laughs> uh, I I think Mitch does suck, first of all. <laughs> okay. Let's put that out there. Um, second... <laughs> I would have been more concerned if they if they let him beat them. Like, right. I, I feel I feel good about the defense, especially where it was last year. I mean, Mitch hung points on them last year, and yeah. the jump the jump from last year to this year, they made free agency pickups. Petten was was in his second year of the system, and he's he said this the entire off season is that last year they had to implement the system. And guys were still learning, you know, where they should be and what their assignments are and everything like that. Now it's all about execution. And Petten doesn't really have to tell them where to be and what they have to do. Now he's just relying on the, the talent of his players. So now he can actually go out and coach instead of making sure he, his guys are where they're supposed to be. So he's got I, good talent, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the secondary is all really young and they're all proven guys um savage they traded up to get so it's a guy that they wanted um they get amos who ends up getting the game-winning pick and then the front four they went and got out uh zadarius smith and what's the other smith's first name anyway yeah preston smith so nerd really their only weakness is inside linebacker and they went out and got a free agent this past week before the game so they're addressing the holes that they have, but as a unit, they're they're solid, and I think I think they're going to be a lot better this year. And once the the big thing that I was thrilled about is that I think this offense is going to take three to four weeks to kind of get into a rhythm. And yes, whenever you have Aaron Rodgers, no matter what's going on with the play calling or the system or anything like that, he's going to give you a chance to win. But the fact that the defense, I think, stole a game, um, in my opinion, makes makes me feel really good about where we're going to be for those first three to four weeks. When the offense is clicking, then I think they're going to be a really good team. Time will tell. The thing that sucks for me is, like, I know, I feel like the two teams are so evenly matched now, and it could, oh, mainly because Rodgers 
makes such a difference for the Packers. Like I feel like the Bears have more talent on their roster overall than the Packers do, but but the quarterback position is such a big it's difference so in talent that it all of a sudden, you know, you think you're coming in and you you have the high, the upper hand. I still feel like the Bears are the better team, but I, but it, they could be held back by their quarterback, which is the worst. This is the entirety of my life as a Bears fan has been this. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback we've ever seen. Like definitely as talent wise, talent wise, for sure. Watching football and knowing how to watch football and understanding it talent wise, there is there is no one better that we've ever seen. He's better than Peyton. He's better than Brady, Breeze up and down, you name it. He is the best of the best in terms of his ability to scramble. His long ball is... There's no one even close to him and how accurate and how far he can throw a fucking football and the ability to find a guy downfield and just improv along the way. He is he is the best, and he has he tortured throw. us for the last 12 years, and he's got at least another three more in him. He can throw a ball like 65 yards down the field. Falling backwards have it off like his back 40 foot. yards in the air. I know, <laughs> yeah. it's insane. It's his arm strength is insane. <laughs> and yeah, I I mean, if the defense does turn out to be really good, like the Packers can win the Super Bowl this year. Because when you have him, you always have a chance. And if their defense is keeping them in games, more to where last year I feel like it was on Rodgers to win them the games more than ever. Yeah. And uh, he was playing hurt for most of the year, mm-hmm. too. So um, they could definitely be scary. But my my whole thing is, who are they playing next week? Minnesota, then Denver, then Philly, but all games at home. Yep. Yeah. So that'll be a good, I mean, especially Minnesota and against Philly, that'll be like a really good litmus test to how, how improved their defense is. Because I yeah. think both of those teams are right now more um or better offenses than what the Bears put out there week one. Oh, for so. sure. That's a, that's really another hope. that's another thing that I touched on too. Like, all right, Green Bay looked good. They're one and zero. The Bears are zero and one, but we know the Bears have talent. Minnesota is no no joke. And right to lose a game, uh, to lose a division game, week one and uh, at home, like you said, if Minnesota ends up being solid, this could be a three team race where one of those teams end up getting left out of the playoffs completely. Yep, definitely. I don't – I mean, Minnesota – the way Kirk Cousins played against the Bears' defense last year, I have no fear in Minnesota or playing against their offense like I do when the Bears play against the Packers. Agreed. I just – Yeah, Kirk Kirk Cousins is not – and still the fear of anything in me. And now, Andy, he shouldn't to you either with that defense that you have. I was going to say, if that defense can put pressure on him, it's going to be – it might just be a two-team race at that point because if they I also have Delvin Cook back healthy, true. that's true. That's true. That, that's a good. So point. before before we move on, I I have to throw something out here. When we were texting throughout the week, Sean threw out the idea of us going to Lambo for the Ooh. December game. And Jim, I have to ask you, you yeah. threw out a really weird statement afterwards to where you said you would rather go to a game in Lambo if they were playing against the Lions or the Vikings, right? I, why? Why? Why wouldn't you want to yeah. go see the Bears play in Lambeau? Because I have no interest in being surrounded by Packer fans where seemingly the Bears are going to lose. That does not sound fun to me at all. I would much rather go root <laughs> against the Vikings. They're or the very Lions, hospitable actually. against visiting fans, unlike other places. Listen, I've been <laughs> to two and stadiums outside of Chicago to watch the Bears play, and they have lost each time, and it's 
miserable. It so is my miserable. first trip to Lambeau, I have really no interest in going to see that. My I first wouldn't, trip. I wouldn't, I wouldn't guarantee a loss there, though, Jim. I mean, this is week one. It's going to be a long time between now and then. The Bears are going to come true. a long way. I just thought it was funny that you would rather go watch two other teams in your division play <laughs> rather than... Like, if I'm making the trip up to Wisconsin... I'm going for the Bears. I'm not driving into Wisconsin. For I didn't even else. comment. Other than the dis- Bears or Spotted Cow. The more. only thing I was going to Wisconsin. I, I, I wasn't even going to comment. So J- like, Jimmy oh, just wants to enjoy Lambeau. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I want to go check out Lambeau Field and enjoy it, not sit there and watch, even if the Bears are close and in the game, then have to walk out with people screaming and yelling. Been there, done that. I'm not no trying to enjoy you. Lambo. Jimmy, you I'm can, trying to go, you for can go to Lambo in the off season and arrange a stadium tour and enjoy it then. <laughs> I would much rather enjoy it watching a football game, really with no rooting interest, and enjoy <sighs> the food and beer. Well, if I go and that's the situation, my rooting interest is that the stadium gets bombed and both teams <laughs> die, and then I'll die too because I'm there. So I want no part of that. If I go to Lambo, I'm wearing Bears shit. I don't care who they're playing. <laughs> I mean that's that fine. Asshole. We're in the third, the third team, the third. That's right? fine. In the, in the I would even bleed. do that. I would just rather not watch my team play against them. I'd just rather get to sit and enjoy Lambeau for what it is. Have, have you ever thought time. about the opposite of that? What if the Bears win in Lambeau? How great would that feel? That oh thought God. never crossed my mind. <laughs> well, come on now, Jim. I don't know how you watch sports, Jim. You almost kill yourself every time the Cubs lose, and now it's bear season. You're doubling up right now. But you this, is, this is your reminder that Jimmy declared the Cubs done <laughs> two weeks into the season when they lost two out of three Dude, games. I don't Brewers. know how you do it as a sports fan, man. <laughs> I, I'm I'm actually I'm actually relatively calm as a sports fan in terms of thinking logically, which is why I'm saying I would rather go to Lambeau and not watch the Bears there. See, I don't know. In my opinion. There's nothing logical about driving to another state. Go, to, I mean, I guess to appreciate Lambeau, but I don't like the Packers, so I don't want to appreciate anything associated with them. I don't like the, only the Packers, reason I'm but going I to Wisconsin like the Lions and Vikings is for more. cheese curds, spotted cow. You like the, the Packers more than those other two teams? Oh, absolutely. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I cannot Packers, stand dude. Detroit or Minnesota. Cannot stand them. Dude, with. we beat the shit out of Detroit for most of That's like the only team we can really say that we've – Pretty much owned in the division. Right. They're in the our punching lifetime. bags, punching bag. But they're in Minnesota. We've been pretty just, even. With. I just, I don't like them. I, I just think they're. I don't know. I don't like them either of them. I don't like does, Green Bay, okay. but I dislike the other two teams more. Okay, how do you not hate Green Bay the most? Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers are like thirty they've and made, like fourteen against the Bears in their career. They've made our entire adult bad. life miserable. And I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a fan of them. I just, I dislike the other two teams more. I don't Jimmy's know. He's got just, a Matthew Stafford voodoo doll in his. That would be great. The boogeyman. <laughs> it should be Aaron Rodgers, Jim. He's the boogeyman. Maybe you like, maybe you like those other teams more because you know we actually have a chance to beat them most of the time. But you just have given up and you've become a closeted Packers fan because they just whooped our ass for thirty years. No, I mean I'm definitely not a closeted Packers fan. I just I don't know. Um, appreciate I don't know. Greatness. They just kind of ah. kind of appreciate Favre and Rodgers for what they are, and I uh, just have no respect for Minnesota or Detroit. I appreciate greatness, which is why I appreciate Tom Brady. Segway. 
Patriots. I didn't even think about that. Meaning, oh, nice. Nicely considering done. we've had That's 30, how it's done in the 25 right? years of Hall of Fame on purpose. quarterbacks, <laughs> even you would agree, Andy, that you probably would have thought you would have had more Super Bowls at this point. 100, 100%. Who's oh, never sure. witnessed my team win one, so I can't sure. know how that feels. Oh, Andy is frozen in a hilarious face right now. <laughs> oh, man. Frozen Anyways. Time. So, yeah, let's talk about the Antonio Dang, Brown. I was, I was about to screen grab that. that Shit. Was, that was great. So, over the course of the past couple weeks, month or so, month and a half, um, we've had all the Antonio Brown drama. We've talked about it on here. The frozen feet from the cryo chamber, the helmet debacle, missing practices, just being a weirdo. Wanting uh, to how about, how about Mike John Mack? Just being a straight up kiss ass. Oh, that is not yeah. a good look for him. Who? John Gruden. Gruden. Oh, yeah. Regardless, uh, it ends yesterday with uh, the release. His uh, guaranteed money got voided the other day, and then he said he wanted to be released on Instagram. He's released, and then within like three or four hours, signed with the <laughs> Patriots. So I, there was definitely tampering involved with this. He was, he, no was allo- he was allowed to sign with another team as of 3 p.m. Central Time. He signed with them at like 3.50 Central Time. <sighs> so this is something that everyone joked about the entire time, and then it just came to fruition. Like, and then and everyone act, and then we were all like, "Dude, he went to the Patriots," and everyone's like, "Can't believe it." And it's like, really? Can, not can we it? not believe it for real? Right. This was this is a, this is what this is like a Patriots move. This is like one of the things that is guaranteed is that the Patriots are going to go after a player in this situation. It's like it's like if they get a if they get a turnover in the red zone, Tom Brady's going to go for a touchdown first play. That's like another Patriots guarantee. Like that. This so is just what I they read do. I read today that they tried to trade for him in the off season, but the Steelers mm-hmm. wouldn't trade them to him. It. And then it ends up they get him for no draft picks. And and then he'll probably walk after a year if he doesn't do what they want him to do. And then they'll get a comp, compensation pick for him in 2020. Yeah, how does that work? How does that work out? How are they going to get a draft pick for this signing? <clears throat> if if he leaves after a year, they get a compensation pick for him. That's so crazy. I don't right? Understand. It's just it's bonkers. Who, who, who did they get it from, Pittsburgh? Or they get it from Oakland? It's, I don't it's know. Just a, I think it's just a found pick. Oh, and Man, that Andy, so cr- that's weird. I don't, I don't know how compensation picks work. Andy, yeah. to to your point or pay your point, I forgot who brought it up, but he still may have to pay his fines. They're they're working on getting that resolved right now. One of you brought so that funny. up yesterday. I don't remember who. Yeah, and so I, I just didn't know how that worked. Have to pay his fines. I mean, I it just feels like this is where he wanted to be the whole time, and behind the scenes they're. I don't know if Drew Rosenhaus found out. Someone found out that there was interest on the Patriots' behalf. And then it feels like he just he just forced his way out of Oakland. He I mean, did. So, was, okay. So, wasn't when he was insane. traded, he signed an extension, right? Yep. Right. Like when he got that. traded from Pittsburgh, he signed an extension. So, did he really never want to be there the whole time, but knew he couldn't get traded out of Pittsburgh unless he signed an extension? So... I don't want to say he went as far to orchestrate all this from the beginning, but, man, it's it's a weird situation. I think what happened with that is that I think he did want to go to Oakland. I think I think he wasn't lying when he said that he's been trying to be a Raider for a while now. I, I just, I think he expected the kiss my feet treatment when he got there and when... Yeah, he didn't get it. 
Right. And when he didn't get it and Mike Mayock, who it's been pretty well documented that he's hard headed, I guess would be a good word. Um, but he's been a stubborn old man, right? He sticks, he sticks by his guns and like when those two things just butt together, it's not going to work. And so I think that's what happened is that Antonio Brown expected to be treated like a king there. And then once these things all started happening and he wasn't treated like a king, like the first the first thing that happened was his frozen feet. And <laughs> and people started being like, well, what the fuck? Like, why? Why is this happening? You're supposed to be our star player and you can't even practice in training camp, blah, 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 blah. It, he probably expected them to be like, all right, just come out whenever you're ready, blah, 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 blah. But instead, the media kind of blew this up into a pretty big story. And that's what kind of started the whole thing. And then every story after that was Antonio Brown is the villain. And rightfully so. He kind of embraced that, I think. He's a psycho. Right. And... So I think that's I think it flipped is once he started not getting the treatment that he thought he was going to get out in Oakland. That's when he wanted out. And I do think he did kind of sabotage. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he wanted like to it. be there. And then he practiced with Derek Carr like a couple times like, fuck, I need to get out of here, dude. That, I, that very well could be. How do you be. go from and he's like, I need to go play with Tom Brady or a Hall of Famer. I, it, it is. It's. Just, I think he realized so how important crazy. Big Ben was to his success and, as well. Antonio Brown's never been a loser in his whole career. Right. No. Never you're has right. been, and that's what's fueled his ego, and that's what allows him to get paid, and that's what allows him to act like a jag. And he was not going to be winning in Oakland. Maybe no. the last year of his contract, but he is not going to be winning in Oakland. And that is a tough, tough division. Even if they do have a good team, Agreed. that is arguably yes. harder than the NFC North. That division's crazy stacked. So yeah, oh, they I, were for sure finishing last in that division. Yeah, no doubt and about it's it. going to be for and a while. It, and and it wasn't going to be close. Wasn't yeah, going to be. And the, and the other teams are going to be good for a while too. I think it was somewhat. Pre- it seems like honestly, they went through the contract. Him and his agent. It looks like they. It feels like they went through the contract and thought, okay, what can get this voided? This, 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 this. He's like, all right, I'll start at the top and I'll try it. That's what so, it feels like. Th- there are reports out today that he was he was reaching out to social media influencers as to how to to gain as much negative attention as he could, and that's yep. why he was doing the crap that he was doing. Yeah, because I don't remember him ever posting YouTube videos no, or anything never. like that. Which, by the way, I mean, not, the guy not who edited knowledge. that first YouTube video, real good. That was some sick editing. Hold yeah, on, that was real good. <laughs> okay, so. While it was ridiculous that he posted that video with the phone call conversation between him and Gruden, people flipped out about that. I thought it was a pretty cool move because the video was like about him wanting to play football. Sure. Yeah, but he, I, I agree that like the whole recording the conversation and how that's illegal and things like that and the timing of it was horrible because anything that he did – he could have gone and donated a million dollars to charity and been like, oh, why'd you give it to that charity? Yeah. <clears throat> like, it, I just, I thought that little piece of it was blown up to where, to like a weird level where people were freaking out about it and thinking that it was on the same level as the other things that he was doing. And I personally, I would, I just thought the timing was horrible. But overall, I thought it was a pretty cool video. Timing it was, was cool exactly video. what he wanted it to be, I think. Right. I think it just amplified the thought of 
that he's all about himself. I think 100%. that's what it did more so than anything. I think I think it was a, a smokescreen, dude. I'm telling you, he's gonna go to the Patriots. He's gonna be a model citizen, and if he fucks around, they'll suspend him without a care in the world, and the machine will move on without him. And he knows it, and they know it, and it's he's gonna be exemplary from now on. I guarantee it. And he's oh, gonna have agreed. a great fucking year. And the Patriots are gonna be awesome. And it's my fucking nightmare. It just yep. it's gonna happen. It just, it just, just proves happening. that the Patriots are playing chess while the entire rest of the league is playing checkers. Yes, it is. They have done this time and time again, where they have embraced a like a a bad a bad seed in the NFL, and they are like, "Hey, we're gonna go win. Get your shit in line." Or we will continue without you and still win, like Sean right. said. Right. I mean, look at their commitment to Josh Gordon. Exactly. Right That's now. what I was just going to say. Barely played. It's right. And, but they know. But they know but he's going to be awesome for them. Is. Right. Yeah. And they stuck by him. And the rest of the league, like we were talking, Pat, you said who's who's going to pay him? And like a lot of people, a lot of teams would be like, no fucking way do I want Antonio Brown on my team. No way do I want to pay him. Anywhere right. close to what he was making, the Patriots are like, hell yeah, come here. Yep. Complete opposite mentality it, of every everyone else in the league. They don't right. see past that stuff. They don't see these people as like fixable, quote unquote. And, well, right, because and I think like, every like single one of those said, people just are. Cut his ass if he screwed right. up. And that's it. They just, just move they on just care about how people are as a football player. They could right. care less how they are as a human. Right. Yeah, and, and that and it, they run it like a business, like it should be ran. Exactly. It is a business. Yes. But it's not just that though. It's it's it is that. It's very much that. The fucking Patriots and their winning ways, right? It sucks. But if they just know that they like I don't know, they just don't need players the way the players need them. Like Josh Gordon Agreed. is on his last leg. And the Patriots, if he goes, now they definitely don't need him. They got their Antonio Brown insurance policy. So now it's like, okay, Josh Gordon, if you want to keep smoking weed, hit the bricks and we're gonna keep winning regardless. Antonio Brown, if you wanna fuck around on social media and post right. Bill Belichick we have private Josh recordings. Gordon, so forget you. Yeah, get, I bet you they could probably sue Antonio Brown. It's probably in his contract. If they release a private Bill Belichick recording, I bet you they'd sue him. <laughs> Dude, like, forget you know that. What I mean? Bill like, Belichick would have him removed, and you would never hear from that man ever again. He'd be wiped out. <laughs> it would be, it would be, like, all about secretly recording people Zealand for information. You'd never see so. him ever again. It would Dude. just be a Tuesday in New England. Oh That's for God. sure. I'm telling you. And now, what the hell? So now, well, now not, what? Now, wait, do the Patriots have the best receiving core in the league now all of a sudden? And yeah, Gronk's going to come so. back after the bye. I think so. They like, for sure have the best. Sucks. Dude, Gronk's coming back this year. There's no way he doesn't come back <laughs> and join this team. I think he does, too. There's no, no way, way he doesn't come dude. back and join this team. He's going to come back after their bye week. And then... I, but like, I think he 100% comes back. He's, oh, he's super skinny. All he has to do is work out, get in game shape. And why not come back for the last five games of the regular season, four games, be on a snap count? And then run train through the playoffs. Yep. Him another Super Bowl ring, and then he'll yep. retire again, and then he can actually, or he uh, won't, <laughs> or he'll come yeah, back. Yeah, or Tony or Brown resigns. Right? They tell him to come back one more ride. This is terrible. It's it's insane. They're well, just... the the worst part about it too is they do such a good job with drafting and scouting as well. Right. So it's like you said, they make it to where they don't need these guys. These guys need them. And yeah. if they want to come and act like an asshole, then they'll be gone, and they'll just keep winning and playing in Super Bowls. Yeah, it's it's crazy. That is, I 
like you can say all you want about the winning, even if they weren't winning as much as they did, that is the best run organization in all of football. Ever. Yes. Of sports. That's the best. That's the, yeah, the best runs team in sports, in team sports history. Like they, they released this thing like a couple weeks ago. It was all the teams that haven't played on wildcard weekend in the last 10 years. Most of them hadn't been in the playoffs the last 10 years. The Patriots were on that list, and they've been in the playoffs every single year. And they right. win their fucking division, and they have a bye that first week of the playoffs, and they've played in, like, the last 10 AFC championship games or whatever it is. It's insane. It really I hate is. them so much, but I respect it because we've never seen anything like this. In a league to where no one else can find the same we'll sort of traction. I don't like this ever again, honestly. No. I, I really don't. Like, no one else has been able to replicate this at all in the NFL and find any sort of traction like them. I feel no. like in the NFL, more than any league, you can go from worst to first in one offseason. Correct. Well, and, and you can go As from first to worst in that same – yeah, exactly. I mean, there's so much parity in the league. Every year, it's almost a brand new league. You know what I mean? It's not until week four to where yep. we're going to know where each team is actually at. It's like, dude – it's unbelievable that the, they've been able to maintain just such a consistent, steady flow of winning. Tom Brady goes out. Matt Castle wins him 11 games. Yep. Like, what the hell is this? Do they bring Doesn't in any, essentially any quarterback and they're still going to win games? And th- <sighs> this year, they've got arguably their best defensive unit since like 2003. Like when they had Brewski and all those guys. Come on, Eli. We need you. They're so we need you, Eli. <laughs> one of the things, one last run. <laughs> one of the things that I love about him on offense is you'll have a game where James White rushes for 140 yards yep. and three touchdowns, and then you won't hear for from him for three weeks because it's, it does it's not next matter who you yeah. are. They will. They will. Do you guys remember plan, Jonas Gray? Game plan for that defense, yeah. regardless. <laughs> Do you of remember who Jonas Gray? Yeah, he had like eleven touchdowns like, that year. He had like two hundred and forty <laughs> yards and three touchdowns one game. He was cut like three or four weeks later. Doesn't matter. Yep, it does not matter who you are or how good you think you are. They will. They will game well, the, plan for the next defense, regardless of ego on offense. It's that's insane. the thing that's crazy about them too. Is they. They get the most out of everybody who plays for their team, for the yes. most part. Like like guys that sucked elsewhere, they're, they're castaways from other teams. They bring them in, and they become difference makers on the Patriots. Then, then they get rid of them, and another team picks them up thinking they'll be awesome, and they suck. Yep. The only trade they've lost, they've lost... Okay, here's another thing I want to say while we're talking about the Patriots. The Patriots... The league knew that their weakness was their O-line. They sustained a few injuries, and it was thin already. And they knew that their O-line was weak. They went out and traded in the division with the Bills and made two other trades for, yes. o- for three O-linemen within O-linemen. a week. How are the Bills making trades with the Patriots? Don't that, they really, that's a that good is question. the most asinine thing in division, and they're finally weak somewhere, and then they go ahead and overstack that. And the Patriots have only lost one trade in the Belichick era, and it's the Chandler Jones trade with Arizona. But they may not have even lost that because they got a lot out of it and really didn't need. They really don't need Chandler Jones. Right, yeah, so Chandler Jones could, is a stud. He's sure. a stud. He's got. The, I think he has the most sacks in the league cumulatively over the last three seasons. But you could still argue that they really don't need him because their defense has been stout the last since they traded him. Really, I mean. The Patriots are crazy. It sucks. Yeah, it's it's insane. Well, and you you look at it to like I do love Belichick. We talk about all these great players, and they've they've like 
overcome injuries to their great players to the yeah. point where other teams would just crumble. Like Edelman tears his ACL. Yeah. Gronk missed a bunch of time. Even like you said, the season that Brady was out, the one season where Brady gets hurt, Matt right. Castle wins 11 games. And that was the only time they've missed the playoffs in the last like 20 years, I think. And, right. and you win 11 games, you miss the playoffs. Like It's still a good season to write home about. Yep. All right, do we want to do season predictions then? I mean, I think sure. it, it feels like the Patriots are going to be in the Super Bowl. Who who do we think they'll be playing? I'm going Giants, yes. Patriots, Eli takes down Tom Brady again. That was my second Rides off into the scenario, sunset. dude. If the Giants? Bears can't do it, then the Giants do it again. And Jimmy, Brady I'm Tart only doing it. it because he's the only person who can beat Brady. Or, well, I would say Nick Foles on the Jags now, so that'd have to be an AFC title game matchup. It's got to be an NFC East team. Those are the only teams that beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think. Yeah, but Giants might not win a game this year. <laughs> they got Saquon, dude. He's they got there. Eli, bro. They got Eli. All right. I don't really think the Giants are going to be in the Super Bowl. I'm, go- I'm still riding the wave, dude. Fuck it. All right. Real predictions, I guess? I'm going Pats, Billy. Ooh, another rematch. Pats win. I'm going to go... Chiefs Ooh. and Seattle. I like Seattle. That'd be an awesome game. Bears 85, Pats 2. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Alright, I wanted to I hate What do you what do you think the Bears end the year at? Ten and six. And win the I division. Say, I think they win ten personally. Games. You think they win the division with ten wins? Yes, I do. I think the division's going to beat... Like, those three teams you talked about, I think they're all going to split this year. I think they're going to beat up on each other, and they're playing a very tough AFC West team. And, yeah, I think it's going to be... I think they're going to be 6 I hope the Bears beat Denver, and then Denver destroys the Packers. <laughs> That's what I hope. That'd be that, awesome. that being said, Bears are going to the Super Bowl, and they're beating the Patriots. You heard it here first, and if you didn't hear it, then forget everything I just said. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got to remain confident at all times. What a horrible life I live now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I wanted to, I don't know if you guys may have seen this or not, but I found this article that I thought was amazing, and I wanted to share it with you all. So this, I saw this on Barstool, but it was originally posted on the New York Post. And I'll just read the title first before I read the details. It's thousands to attend barbecue outside home of vegan who sued neighbors over smelly meats. Oh my god. Wait, he successfully <laughs> sued his neighbors? She. She. Sued. So here's, here's, a, that is crazy. here's some more back, background. I'm just going to read the first little bit here. Thousands of people are roasting an Australian vegan who took her neighbors to court over the smell of meat and fish from their barbecue, also known as Bobby down in Australia, by planning a massive cookout outside of her home. Scylla Cardin made headlines this week for her legal beef, <laughs> nice pun, no in pun which she claimed <laughs> the odors from her neighbor's barbecues had destroyed her quality of life. I now, hate people. Now, more than 3,000 people are planning to attend a cookout uh, outside her Perth home organized on a Facebook page called Community Barbecue for Scylla Carden. 
Don't let Scylla destroy a good old Aussie tradition. Join us for a community Bobby. I, I put that part in there. didn't actually say that. And help Scylla Carden get some pork on her fork. That's awesome. See, people this, just need to stay in their lanes. Like, I if, hate people. If, if the vegan just shut up and didn't didn't go and sue people for a smell outside it's not like they went into her right. house and you put don't a own charcoal grill in, in in her kitchen <laughs> like just if they Could do I? that then the whole barbecue thing is just out of spite like it's not yes i don't i don't feel bad for you for a second that this is happening not oh, wow. a second it's this, absolutely this ridiculous. story is the perfect example of why I hate people and also why I love people because of all the things you just said about the vegan fair. chick, That's but fair. also about everyone's reaction to, all right, well, let's have 3,000 people over, right. cook 100 pounds of pork in front of the, just throw it on the bobby, and we're good to go. It's ah. My only hope is they got the necessary permit so this doesn't get shut down and they can make this happen. There so was, if you're listening, really get a permit. There was a, <laughs> um, a butcher shop in Toronto a couple years ago. Um, that PETA went and protested in front of. And the next, the next day, PETA was planning another protest right outside. And in his front window, he butchered an entire deer in the Oh, I heard about that. Right in front of, <laughs> right in front of PETA, right on the sidewalk. Just to, <laughs> so just to awesome. say, fuck you. Oh, yeah, that I, is so I awesome. think it comes down to what you said. Stay in your lane. Just because you... <laughs> Believe something doesn't mean you have to force your beliefs on right. everyone. And vegans are the worst with that. Dude, the worst. This is America, damn it. Believe in whatever you want. That's and, the way it goes. And don't you preach it on other sue people. Somebody. You yeah. cannot sue somebody for grilling and you not liking the smell of the grill. Like, you don't own that airspace. And if you really didn't want them to do it, talking with them... I mean, it still wouldn't work, but taking your neighbors to court is just asinine. Like, your yeah. life is just being made I, miserable I could, until you move. I could see it if move. your neighbors were piling up trash in their backyard sure. and yes. it, like, literally affecting the smell of the entire neighborhood. Yes. No judge is going to be like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you guys need to barbecue in peace and put a tent over your barbecue so that no smoke gets out, no smell leaks out or anything. It's so just, ridiculous. it's absolutely absurd that somebody actually tried to take somebody to court over that because no one would ever. Well, that's the thing. The I, side of that. I think they go straight to legal action because they know how fucking ridiculous <laughs> that is. And then if they tried to have a normal conversation, they'd be like, can you please leave my home, you fucking weirdo? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you're right. I didn't think about that. I mean, seriously, it. though. The... Excuse me, can you turn your grill down? No. Right? The meat smells uh, are okay. really just, they're affecting my quality of life. And I would just like sit there and flip my burger and be like, okay. Right? I'd be like, you're a piece of shit and you know it. You have no quality of life. Door slam. <laughs> She's like, hey, I'm only a piece of shit because all my food grows in it. She'd be like, can you turn your grill down and I'd throw a cooked, like, you know, zucchini at her? <laughs> Keep it down. Do you mind not having as many shrimp on the bobby as you currently do? Dude, it, ah. Uh. That frustrated me. Like, I don't want to generalize any group of people, but vegans are the worst. Right? Like, believe what you believe, Ben. But Ben, Ben is like a, a unicorn vegan. He is. He's not constantly like, I'm vegan. 
you should only eat veggies. No, he doesn't preach. And I've seen him eat some meat, too. I just don't like the idea of people forcing their beliefs on other people. Like, if you want to be a vegan and only eat vegetables and not eat anything that lived, that's fine. You're going to lack protein. I'm going to continue doing what I do, and I'm not going to talk to you about it because those are my dietary preferences. You have your dietary preferences, and you go, if you want to do a meetup with a bunch of vegans, that's fine. Just let me know where it's going to be, and I'll call in the bomb squad. Dude, and I'll be the bomb squad. I'm going Malcolm X on their asses. If they're going to say meat is murder, I'll, I'm going to be like, veganism is victimization. I'm going to pour a can of beet juice on them. I'm going to tell them to suck it. <laughs> I got you. They'll, they'll like the beet juice. That's right. All right, the other article that I wanted to briefly mention, did you guys see that there's potentially a a weight claw shortage in the United States? <laughs> did you hear about yeah. It's not potential. It's here. <laughs> so for the great you, 2019 right? famine seriously yeah right so uh people have been people love white claws i like white claws i know sean likes white claws you guys fans of white claws over there they're delicious oh, yeah i'm a fan of the claw they're great and america has realized it and they've jumped on the bandwagon and now i might have to go stock up the local liquor store jewel because if they're gonna run out refreshing it's delightful gets me a nice buzz going they'll replenish once the once the summer's over yep i mean first we lose popeye Popeye chicken sandwiches and now we lose white claws this is is, who makes white claw Uh, i actually looked that up it's a fairly popular uh popular company i can't remember off the top of my head what do you guys think about truly Never Nothing. had one. I prefer White Claws over Truly, but I think they're relatively the same. See, I've only yeah. had Truly berry flavor, and I don't like it. What's your guys' favorite claw flavor? Mango. Ooh. Yeah, mango's fire. Mango's good. The only problem oh, with it is it doesn't doesn't come on the variety pack. The variety pack. It only comes as its own. Yep. Yeah. See, I like mango, and then I'll also drink the black cherry because I feel like no one wants to A drink lot of that people one. hate the black cherry, and then I, love it. I like it too. Same. So it's like I know they'll be there. I know I can get it. Because my thing is, when I'm drinking them, if possible, I like to try and drink the same flavor rather than switch back and forth. Uh, I don't know. It's like a mental thing. I go all over the place. So, I mean, I guess with the variety pack, that's kind of the point. But I don't know. When I settle in with black cherry, I'm like, all right, I'm riding it out. No one's going (laughs) to take these. Just drinking black cherry all the time. That's a good plan. Yeah. And and that's what I've realized. Because people show up and they go quick. All of a sudden, you know, you got I got like four cases of beer in my fridge. Someone shows up with a case of White Claw. All of a sudden, everyone around is just holding White Claws. Game yep. over. Yep, oh yep. Gosh. So, uh, it's delicious, all right. though. It Yo, is delicious. So good. So great. And Andy, now, were you guys beer bong and White Claws? I took no less than 20 clongs over. Clongs? <laughs> oh, clong? Oh, shit. Yeah. Dude, how much did you burp after one clong? It surprisingly, it was almost better than sipping on a white claw because after every sip of white claw, you burp. After one clong, it's just one solid burp, and then you're done. <laughs> Good to know. I this is new information to me. I never even thought about beer bonging a, claw, a white claw and then calling it a clong. Who coined that term? Who coined that term? Dan's friend Good from thing. Indy coined it all right dan's friend from indy nice term bro <laughs> good term 
And the good thing is it's the same alcohol by volume as a beer. Right. So. Add that idea to the shirt list. Clong. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh. Well, you're the one who's keeping the shirt list. So you, oh, you're right. You <laughs> ride it, like, Let me add it right now. <laughs> like, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with ripping a clong or something like that. Oh, it's ride. yes. Okay, hold on. Let me write oh. that down. You know what we really need to do is we need to befriend someone who does graphic design and will just design stuff for us for minimal to no cost, preferably no cost. Here's a list of 100 shirts. <laughs> make them. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, bud. I don't care how you do it. Just we make it work. We will shout you out on the I want them in the next week, too. 48 people listen to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, well, I'm looking for shirts. No context for any of the shirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out, bud. Yeah. Seriously though, if anyone listening does graphic design, oh BLT shirts, got it. Okay, Sean, what did you say? Ain't Ain't nothing wrong with ripping a clong. I definitely want to do that in the near future though. I love, I, I still do, and always have loved beer bongs. Dude, Dude, when family weekend, yes, yes, like we're one mind. (laughs) Right? Happened at the exact same time. We're bringing a beer bong, we're bringing White Claws, we're clonging till we're donging. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, that's that another shirt idea. idea. Not us, you know. I do think that right clongs are more difficult than beer bongs. Oh, they have to be. So I'm taking two in my first one. Double two claws, on. double clonging. Mixed are you mixing? Oh, oh God. So Dude, I'll take the whole variety pack in one claw. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Sean, I can't wait to have our, our twin shirt made. Oh, we have to have dude, that. You have made, to dude. put that on a shirt, right? It's been on my so, bucket list to wear a shirt with my face. It's <laughs> so, a good bucket list. I can, finally, I can finally cross that off. So, Sean came up with the idea when we were talking about it. We brought up the shirt. And then, get the shirt, wear the shirt, recreate the, sh- the picture wearing the shirts, and then keep getting more shirts. Inception. Where yeah, it's you great. recreating... Yeah, it's Twinception. Ain't Woo. nothing wrong with ripping a clong. <laughs> and also put clong until we're donging on there. <laughs> okay, so what we need to do is actually get, like, these made and then open up our own merch shop. But not buy the merch ahead of time. Like, buy it as it's ordered. So we're not stuck with, like, 15,000 shirts and nowhere to store them and can't <laughs> unload them. We'll just, as people order them, we'll have them made. You know what we got to right do? We got to take... One t- Right now we're at six shirts. That's pretty good. We're like we halfway take... to a legit merchandise store. We have to take the Popeyes and White Claw approach, and we have to open up a shop, but with no availability or option to buy. <laughs> oh, that's good. Like, how do I buy this shirt like back ordered? <laughs> so, so we're basically we'll the big baller like brand, months. is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, right. we don't end up selling our shit at. High school volleyball tournament. Dude, did, did you hear Lonzo on the radio <laughs> that ripping his shoes that he wore? No. Yeah, he said his shoes would blow out every quarter. He they said had he had to like change them actions. every quarter. They're so poorly made. Who said that? Lonzo. Lonzo Ball. What? His About shoes the big were so baller bad. shoes. They're yeah. so bad. He had his to change shoes. them every quarter. $400 a pair. <laughs> they basically right, so took we're like not going to take that shoes. business model. Although selling our shirts at high school basketball games would probably garner a lot of attention. Yeah, that would actually and probably a lot of profit. that might be our best business model. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing: we're planning a a podcast trip to Augustana to visit. Oh, dude, Mike. they have to be ready by then. We have to have clong shirts by the time we go up there, because I mean, Mike and his friends drink a lot of beer, but a lot of chicks up there would probably buy the clong shirt. Dan, dudes, what are we talking about? I let's wear let's get a keg of white claw. 
Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Sean, Sean, you and I are showing up to this podcast in our twin shirt. Like it's, Oh, we have to. We have to. Without a doubt, we're showing up in our twin shirt. We should wear it, and we'll have to dress this time completely alike. Top to bottom. Yes. Yeah. Even the same wallet. Same shoes. Yeah. Same, same shoes. everything. Same stuff. Right. I'm saying right, everything, I got it. dude. We, we got so our twin these? shirt. We got white dress pants and brown penny loafers. <laughs> oh, business oh, casual. Jesus Christ. Let's business fucking casual. party, dude. If that doesn't say I clung, nothing does. <laughs> exactly. Dude, let's show up like a bunch of 16-year-olds from Hinsdale who's using their dad's black card to buy everything. <laughs> okay, so I was, I was, I was thinking about this yesterday. <laughs> When, when I was Pop eating collars. Panda Express by myself yesterday, I was thinking about this. I was like, let's have Ben come up with us, and as we make stops, he'll just film us. Let's create our own hype. Be like, People be like, what are these guys? Like, You don't know who these guys are. They're the BLT podcast, and Ben just walking around filming us, and people are like, what's going on? Just create our own we hype. should hire just an entire fake camera crew. Yes. Not even yes, film us. Just carry yes. around big-ass cameras. <laughs> Right. Just Let's hire Danny because he looks like such a cameraman with his long hair and his, and his metal shirts. Just to be up there with his so holding a camera. Dude, that Dude. is scarily accurate. And I never would have even thought of that until you said oh, that. Man. Dude, right? with all his then metal we'll, shirts. <laughs> then we'll have someone in glasses and like a headset who looks like our producer. And just we'll give him a clipboard. Stand. Hold this clipboard. Yes. Hey, if anyone out there listening wants to accompany us on this trip, you won't get paid anything other than clongs. Right. Maybe We're some We're going to create our own extras. hype out of nowhere. It's going to be amazing. What are you guys filming? I'll just slap a bumper sticker in the middle of their windshield. <laughs> <laughs> Come up with, like, uh, what are those called? Non-disclosures? Like, hey, you may be part of this documentary. Is that cool? you got to sign it, though. And then we'll put in Dude, some been, uh... sweet verbiage about how they owe us some money. And... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> some sweet verbiage. <laughs> That's probably how the Patriots drew up Antonio Brown's contract. Make sure you throw some sweet verbiage in there about him not being a piece of shit head case. Okay, shirt seven, sweet verbiage. Got it. Sweet verbiage. <laughs> oh, so I've been working on, uh, on questions for like a... Uh, a man on the street type game show for when we go to Augie to, to set people up with these nuts jokes. So if you guys have any, <laughs> what? Oh, I thought you were gonna. Okay, so here's like here's gonna be we're gonna we're gonna tell them like it's a game show or something where like they can I don't know win something. Then I'm just gonna go up and be like, which fast food chain restaurant recently brought back spicy chicken nuggets to their menu? <laughs> Wendy's. It'll be spicy when these nuts hit your face. <laughs> and then we just walk away. And then they don't get anything. And then we're like, we need you to sign this waiver so we can use you in a video. But I'm yeah. sorry about using Thank that you. Thank you. Sorry if I embarrassed you. <laughs> sorry I threw a pie at you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a funny game show. You just ask people questions and just fucking pie them and run. <laughs> Oh, I'll here's your prize! Yeah, I'm just gonna ask him a question while having a pie cut. <laughs> What's that for? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> What's that for? College kids would fall for that. Oh, They'd probably no, they wouldn't even the fall pie. for it. They would just want to be on camera so they would get hit in the face on purpose. <laughs> it's, it's so perfect. True. So many kids oh, would get pied. We got a lot of good ideas for this trip. <laughs> Mainly the clongs and the, it's gonna the be great. claw keg. Oh, shoot, Sean. The I clog. We uh we can't wear white pants because it'll be before Memorial Day, so we we're gonna have to change our outfit. Point. We we could go with the brown 
penny loafers, Wait. though. We can definitely go brown pennies. Is there a rule May- about maybe like white a baby pants blue? before Memorial Day? hundred percent, Bro, come I on. I typically white don't follow pants, the rules of fashion. Memorial I'm a bit Day of an to Labor Day. That's it. That's the only time you can wear white pants. I'm going to wear white Day pants for Day. sure. Or if you live in Miami, you can wear them year-round. <laughs> oh, for sure. What are you, a vegan? You can't dictate how I live my life. It's if I want to wear rule. white pants, I'll wear white pants. <laughs> Who it's created this rule? All right, Sean, we're Unless going it was baby, the game blue, the baby boost, baby industry, blue slacks, I don't care. brown penny loafers. I could, I could rock that. I could definitely rock that. It's going to be great. I'm wearing white pants. All right, I don't that's care what cool. anyone says. Jimmy, let's have multiple shirts made. Let's also get bowling shirts. <laughs> <laughs> bowling on BLT the shirts? Dude, Are we you should serious? get bowling BLT. Names, that would be, okay, scratch okay, that. that. Be... That's how we're going. We're going in bowl, custom bowling shirts to Augie with our names on them. I, like I that. refuse Write to put my down, real Jimmy. name on it. I want like either Bud or Al on mine. <laughs> how, about, how about Ranger? <laughs> Andy, I want my Ranger, up, dude. Why don't you just go Drew? Oh, yeah, that's good. I'll go. I can put Rick. Rick's My, good. Mine's gonna be Baja. I'll be. I'll actually be Pat then. <laughs> <laughs> this Just is gonna be the shit out of people. <laughs> My middle name is Patrick, so. Right. I like right, this we, idea. I like that idea a lot. Actually, the write it down. Shirts. Bowling shirts. Those are just for us, though. Right, those I are like <clears throat> four of four, only ones that exist in the oh, world. Oh yeah, and in twelve years, those will be collectors' items. Okay, can't wait. I'm I can't sell wait. the shit out of it. Bowling dude. shirts. I'm gonna wear the shit it. out of it. <clears throat> oh yeah. Bowling I'm going to bowl in that shirt, actually. Right, dude? Augie I... weekend. Let's get shirts and then join a bowling league. <laughs> yes, I'm that's in. a great idea. Dude, bowling's actually really fun. And first if we have bowling shirts. shirts, yeah. First we get the shirts, then we get the khakis, then we join the bowling league. <laughs> All right. I, I got a shirt hookup, not for like the, the uh, graphic design, but for actual legit bowling shirts. So I'm on that. Dude, awesome. I'm definitely down. I'm, I'm going to make it a life goal, too. I'm thinking logo on the back, full logo, name on the front pocket, underneath the alternate logo, just the BLT right there. and then There will not Drew. be a pocket on a bowling shirt, silly. Oh, you're right. Well, where a pocket would go, I guess, on a regular button-up Left shirt. crest or right? You know what? Let's Left. set a Left. trend. Let's add pockets to our <laughs> bowling shirt. Hmm. Ah, to keep our digital scorecards. Keep, keep my yes. scorecard in there with the pen. <laughs> Nice pocket protector. I like to manually keep score when I bowl. Gets me more. <laughs> Is that in even tune an option anymore? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that anyway. It's too Dude, much. The things math. you had to do back in the day to have fun: manually keep your score for fantasy football. Are you crazy? <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those commissioners, those score? guys are pioneers of the game. <laughs> yeah, Without true. them, fantasy football wouldn't even exist. Let's have some fun. Nerds. Get your pencil and paper pad, guy. <laughs> All right, I'm going to grab uh, each box score from all the local newspapers and just spend the next eight hours adding up. Andy, that would have been your job if it was still that way. Because <laughs> I, I know. You're a number sure. cruncher. <laughs> for He's like, sure. thank God for the internet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Unless we have any more good ideas or shirt ideas, I think we can end it there. Thank God, because this was getting off the rails quick. <laughs> Big time. I think this was just getting on the rails. I so think we should come up. Or maybe we were forward. never on the on the rails, so maybe you're right, Pat. Yeah. Okay, well, last idea. I think we should come up with the clong song. No, I'm just going to leave that <laughs> Let me see okay. that clong. Next, tune in next Sunday for the clong song. I will have it ready. <laughs> Baby. Here we clong, go. You clong, can, clong, clong. You can yeah. hold me to that. I will have the clong song ready. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, that's how we walk up to Augie. We're going to have it filmed slow motion with the four of us 
Like and we'll hire a bunch of strippers to walk the, around with in the thongs, thong white cloths. Playing over. <laughs> white clongs. We'll, we'll have them white around, walk around in white cloth thongs. White clongs. <laughs> we'll all spray paint our hair silver. Wait, we we talking about flip-flaps or actual thongs? No, I'm talking big booty thongs. Okay. Just and also sandals. I've, I've been squatting, so I'm I'm ready. Ready to show off your calves? I'm ready. In your, in your cheeks? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Saturdays are for the butt cheeks. Right? Is that the thong song? It's the clong song. Face pie. <laughs> <laughs> we will have pies on deck when we go up there, too. You know what? There's actually a place that Mike likes to go eat up there. We'll just go buy a bunch of fresh pies. They serve them right up at the counter. It's one yeah, of those type dude, of Yeah, dude, we're not going to want to waste those. Those are so good. <laughs> I mean, we'll waste one. All right, fine. We'll eat the rest. All right. That was fun. Definitely. What you guys? <laughs> if you don't already, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Bros Let's Talk. Uh, you can find more of our episodes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Ooh. Our podcast page is broslestalk.podbean.com. <clears throat> Boys, Augie enjoy. weekend is going to be like Project X. It's going to be <laughs> insane. That's what I'm hoping for. It's going to be great. Everyone enjoy opening Sunday of the NFL season. Guys, we don't have a Sunday without football until February 17th. So Hell yeah. We Wait, made that's it. Super Bowl is? No. That's oh. the week after the Super Bowl. Oh, but we made will, it. Will, will the XFL be there then? Oh. <laughs> Good point. Wow. Just, I, I, just I don't lied. know. I'm just asking. Sorry if I lied. I didn't mean to. All right, dudes. Have a good See day. See you on Tuesday, boys. Peace. Good Later. luck. All right. Latest on the men, Jay. I hate goodbyes! <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 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 <sighs>